0: If you're tired of feeling like your team isn't performing to its full potential or you're struggling to connect with your employees and build strong relationships, this book can help. Listen in to discover the importance of emotional intelligence to become a more effective leader. Hi, I'm Day and you're listening to The Daily Book Club. Today we'll discuss leadership by Daniel Goldman. I'll be changing the format of this book discussion a little bit. I'll give a quick rundown of what I think are the important points in the book give you three actionable items that you can do to practice the learnings from this book and I'll also share my thoughts on why I think this book is good and also why some people won't like it. So this is a book that explores the concept of emotional intelligence and its role in effective leadership. The author argues that emotional intelligence or let's call it EI is more important than IQ or technical skills in determining success in leadership. And I completely agree with this. And this is in line with the previous episode on No Hard Feelings by Liz Voslian. But Goleman, the author of this book, defines emotional intelligence as the ability to understand and manage one's emotions, as well as the emotions of others. So he suggests that leaders with high EI are better able to build strong relationships, communicate effectively, and resolve conflicts. And this in turn leads to better decision making, problem solving, and team performance. The book highlights five key components of emotional intelligence, which is self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. By the way, I will explain them one by one. But Goldman encourages leaders to focus on building these skills in order to become more effective leaders. And if you're looking for a starting point, he suggests that self-awareness is where you can start. It is the foundation of emotional intelligence. It refers to the ability to understand one's emotions and how they affect behavior. Then we can go to self-regulation as it allows leaders to control their reactions and make better decisions. Motivation is crucial for achieving goals and leading by example. Empathy helps leaders understand and connect with their team members, while social skills are essential for building and maintaining relationships. The book also delves into the importance of understanding and managing emotions in the workplace. So Goldman suggests that leaders should be able to recognize and respond appropriately to emotions in themselves and others. And by the way, if you know me, I'm sure you've heard this a lot of times from me when I say that emotions are not a choice, the behavior is. This also includes understanding the difference between emotions and moods and being able to manage them in a healthy and productive way. By the way, if you want more information on this, you can check out the previous episode like I mentioned a while ago, No Hard Feelings by Liz Fosley. So knowing all these things, what can we do to practice the learnings in this book? So here are three actionable items. One, try to develop self-awareness. Leaders should focus on understanding their own emotions and how they affect their behavior. This can be done through practices such as journaling, mindfulness, or seeking feedback from others. Two, improve self-regulation. Leaders should work on controlling their reactions and emotions in order to make better decisions and respond to situations in a calm and effective manner. I'll give you an example. I was always scared to talk to my leaders before because of the facial expressions that they would make when I would have an idea. They weren't actually against the idea, but it actually made me and my peers scared that we never caught back with new ideas. So think about it, maybe you had the same experience or maybe you're the leader that's actually giving those expressions that you don't need. Other ways to improve self-regulation is through stress management techniques or just simple time management so that when you're actually talking to people, you're present and there. And three, practice empathy. Leaders should focus on understanding and connecting with their team members by putting themselves in their shoes. This can be done by active listening, asking open ended questions, and being aware of nonverbal communication. I would like to note that my favorite definition of empathy is by Brene Brown. It's about the willingness to believe them as they see it and not how you imagine their experience to be in their shoes. So it's not about really saying that, oh, how would you feel if you're in their shoes? That's your feeling. What's important is how do they feel in their shoes. And the harder part of understanding that is to actually believe it. And so those are the three actionable items. One, develop self-awareness. Two, improve self-regulation. And three, practice empathy. So now let's go to why I think I like this book. Unlike others where it's just based on personal experience, this book is backed by research and it is based on intensive research and studies, which gives it credibility and authority. It's also written in simple language, making it accessible to a wide audience. I mean, it's a pretty easy read because the author uses real life examples and case studies to illustrate points, which makes the book engaging and relatable. The book is also considered a classic in the field of leadership management, and it's highly applicable till today. But, of course, nothing is perfect, and that's good since that's how we develop our critical thinking and decision making. So let's look at why would others not like this book. I think one of the biggest factors is that there's lack of attention to cultural differences. I say this because the book's approach to emotional intelligence and leadership is based primarily on the Western cultural norms and may not be fully applicable to other cultures. There's also the dangers of high emotional intelligence, which includes manipulation or emotional manipulation of others, especially when emotional intelligence is not used properly. And lastly, there's limited focus when it comes to other important factors of leadership, such as strategic thinking, decision-making, and problem-solving. Sure, this book is about emotional intelligence for leadership, but as good as it is, it's not everything. By the way, it's important to note that these criticisms or whatever you want to call them may not be applicable to every reader. And don't get me wrong, the the ideas presented in the book are still highly valuable. Always remember that any book, despite its value, may not be completely applicable to every situation and context. So just to wrap it up, this book is a comprehensive guide to understanding and developing emotional intelligence for effective leadership. It really highlights the importance of emotional intelligence in the workplace and provides practical strategies for building the key components of emotional intelligence. So there's a lot of examples in the book and even real-life case studies. So if this book discussion interested you or if you caught something out of this, why not try getting the book? And that was a quick summary on Leadership by Daniel Goleman. Till the next episode, thank you for listening to The Daily Book. (laughs) Oh, <laughs>